quick click. Welcome to your opponent. going on everybody welcome to another edition of the between the 94 podcast my name is mason basada my name is sam Cheveria. and uh we're picking up where we left off last time uh so sam so did you predict warriors and six I is did. that what happened yeah you should have put money on that sir. i know yeah. um, that's crazy i mean that's what i oh, it's so much to say like <laughs> there's a i love it I, I'm I'm still relishing in this game six victory. Yeah, it was really cool to see them rally without KD and like yeah. It was awesome just to see like it in play that they're proving every single person in Houston wrong. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. not only the team but everyone that is, that said like if Chris Paul didn't go out, you, right. you guys would have uh, we yeah. would have won. Yeah, and we were just and. Iguodala coming a big five for eight mm-hmm. from from the three mm-hmm. point field. After he awesome. got injured in the last series, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it was definitely like it's so weird how when you add a player of like KD's caliber that like sure your offense like as a whole will probably look will probably efficiency wise will be better. Yep. Because he's just an efficient scorer and you can post him up and he'll score one out every two times. But yep. like. Their offense just looks so much more fun, and like they were running so much more pick and roll with Steph and Draymond, yeah. and like you know, like 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 every guy that's in the contribute. They went to like eight guy or nine guys on the bench. Yeah, they went deep. Um, yeah, it looked like. I mean, so is this a good primer? I guess as a Warriors fan, like for you, like next season potentially if KD leaves, is it is this you just expecting more of this? Or it, I mean, I, it definitely makes me feel better, but. I don't know. For me, this is more of a Assuming they get, like, an above-average small forward to replace him. Or, right. like, a league-average small forward. Right. For, well, but for me, like, this is just to see that picture also that KD posted on Instagram, him celebrating. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. For me, it it's almost convincing him to stay. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if, if you want to win championships, you have the best chance now. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand why he would want to leave um, unless he wants his own team. But that you're... You still got to go up against us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eventually, I don't know. yeah. I don't know though. I, I, I feel like if he let's say he goes to the East, then he might not have to. He'll play whoever right, you know right. comes out of the West. But, but, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's all depends on just what he wants. Because you're right. If you're if his goal is to win championships, and that's like the you know the the, the mock show answer is like I don't care about anything else. Right. All I care about is winning rings. You know, it's all that matters. Kobe doing the you know the five yep. thing, like. If that's what, Classic. yeah, and I, I think that's like kind of simplistic to think that that's all the players want. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, you should if you want to live in a cool area, or if you want to play a certain style of basketball, yeah. or if you want to, you know, market your brand in a big in a big market. Um, then yeah, more power to him. I'm all about player empowerment, and I think like you know that's like if he wants to go to New York and just like be the guy, and that city will love him forever just for coming. Yeah. Um, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll power to him. But if he wants to win championships, it seems like you know Steph can still be the best player in the league for flashes, and Draymond, at least in the playoffs, can be the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. And Clay is, you know, he can catch fire and give you nine threes. Um, so yeah, I think. And and it's not like Lakeub and uh, Goober aren't going to go after pieces to to replace, not replace because you can't replace Kevin Durant, yeah. but kind of fill in those spots for KD. Um, we're just gonna we're gonna be just as deep as everyone as everyone said we were yeah. years ago. Yeah, I think they need definitely need like a some sort of backup 
point guard now that Sean Livingston looks like he's done. Yeah, he's going to um, retire. Yeah, sure. so I think... I mean, Iguodala is kind of their backup point guard in a way anyway. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, and then they have Quinn Cook, who's a good spot-up shooter, good defender. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think they definitely need, like, some depth pieces and just a good... People are talking about, like, Rudy Gay, maybe. I think yeah. he's more of a power forward at this point in his career, but... Um, and they, then the later years. Too. Yeah, yeah. They After definitely, Achilles. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they definitely need one more shooter, too, because as yeah. much as, like, the, the, the Warriors paved the way for three-point shooting, they're really, right now on their team, their only three shooters are yeah. Steph, KD, and Clay. And that's funny that you mentioned that because I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about how analysts are like, oh... Golden State needs more shooters, yeah. and then you're just like, wait a second, this is like the greatest shooting yeah. backcourt, and then yeah. KD goes down, and yeah. you're like, we do need more yeah, shooters, exactly. that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it and is. now they're, they've they paved the way, and now they're kind of behind, because Draymond just, I mean, he had that one year where he shot like 40%, but other than that, he's yeah. not really been a good... Yeah. Um, okay, so the next series, they move, the Warriors move on in six, and now they're playing the Blazers without KD. Yeah. It's, a lot of people are saying, like, that last series was the true conference finals, and now yeah. it's kind of like, they're, they don't have, they're playing, you saw in game one... They were playing like 11 guys that they probably couldn't have played in the Rocket series. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like they don't need, it seems like they're not missing KD at all. They definitely didn't defend Steph in the correct way. I don't care oh what Terry Stotts gosh. says. Um, but dropping the big back, it's just, it's like, that's never worked. And that's never been any successful defensive Steph <laughs> has never tried that. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's counterintuitive. Uh, I'm, I don't claim to be like a basketball genius, but when I'm watching Steph, you know, go under a pick or watching Steph go around a pick, and he yeah. just got a you know wide, wide open, open shot, arguably the best three point shooter yeah. ever, and he can make it with a hand in his face, yeah. so to give him nothing like this, especially when Dame is the primary defender on him, he can't get over a screen to save his life. Yeah, um, he's got so much space. Yeah, it's crazy. I I can't believe that that was. They stuck with that. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it even early on, it was like, yeah, that's not working. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he had like five threes in the first half. And it and it kind of I don't know. I feel bad for I think it was Anthony Slater that asked yeah, that question yeah. because it's like it worked. I mean, for the first half, mm-hmm. but that's still a much better option than giving Stephen Curry a wide open three. Yeah, no, just you just trap him. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, maybe Canner is just like not. He's too slow to keep mm-hmm. up. You know, yeah. but like you know, obviously you're not going to like just fully switch it either. Like right, you have right. to kind of. Pick your poison, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they'll definitely be much improved in game two. I think they'll like adjust how they're guarding him. Um, but it just seems like the Blazers have no chance in the series. It, it seems like you know this is like what should have been the second round matchup. Basically. Exactly, it doesn't yeah. feel like a Western Conference final. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I recall one. This is how I can tell if the Warriors are fully invested into a game is their defense. Mm-hmm. And when Andre Iguodala was on the floor, I forget exactly which possession it was. I think it was Dame or CJ, he blew past him, and Andre Iguodala moved his feet, but he didn't move his body, right. uh, so he had his kind of his back kind of turned to yeah. him, and that's how I know, it's just like, okay, these, they're, they're taking a little breather, mm-hmm. and they can afford that, because yeah. they don't really feel like the trailblazers are a threat, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I do feel like they're taking them seriously, and so, well, I'm going for a sweep. Really? I'm going wow. for a sweep, yeah. And are you assuming that KD is just not going to come back until, like, regardless game five? It's, like, irrelevant? Yep. Wow. Regardless. Because it, it's so weird how people are, like, the Trailblazers are just as talented as the Warriors without KD. That is, people are saying that? People yeah, are saying that. That's, that's Maybe that's with crazy. use of Nurkic, but even then, no, I don't think so. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. just ridiculous. And I, I'm sure the Warriors are listening to things like that. And yeah. it's just, like, you guys are yeah. out of your mind. Yeah, that's, that's absurd. Maybe they're, maybe they're deeper... But they have 
a worse starting lineup than the Warriors, yeah. so it kind of evens out. Like just, when Aminu and Harkless are just doing nothing for you offensively, yeah, exactly, and not even that much defensively either. Yeah, I just don't, I don't see it. Like they rely so much on that backcourt. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, right now the Warriors do too. But like, I think Draymond is just adding just a little bit extra. Like for sure, his offense has been so much improved in, mm-hmm. in the postseason. He looks just way more athletic. You know, he's driving, he's dunking, um, and that creates separation for Steph and Clay. Yeah. Uh, okay. How many so, games do you think that's gone? I probably. I mean, if let's assume now people are saying KD won't be back until Game Five. I'd probably say five. Five. Like okay. the, the Blazers will take one at, in Portland. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a like the Warriors get the second game at home. Blazers get one in Portland, and the Warriors get the other one, and then close it out. Yeah. Powerful. Gentlemen and maybe sweet. if they're up three one, I think they're just like KD, you're chilling. But maybe yeah. they want to get him back into a rhythm. I don't know for the finals. Because yep. um, he's gonna have a. You know, uh, his hands full in the finals, regardless of who they end up playing. Um, right, right. So let's move to that that side of the conference, or side of the league. Then, um, so we didn't get to talk about Game Seven, Ooh. Raptors, Sixers. What what did you get to watch it live? Or you saw the replay. I saw it live. Wow, um, I'm jealous of you. It was it, yeah, it was Mother's Day. I, yeah. was, uh, <laughs> I just finished up lunch with my uh, with my parents. Yeah. we were watching the Raptors Sixers game, and um, we all thought we were going overtime. Everyone mm-hmm. thought we were going to overtime, mm-hmm. and then just all of us at the same time. Just even after the buzzer, you're like, "Oh, overtime!" Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Because it, it was like only on the third bounce after the buzzer, yeah, and yeah. then it goes in, and yeah. we're just like, "I cannot believe that." Yeah, that's that crazy. is probably the most insane buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What, what well, did you literally? Think? What I mean, because I didn't, I didn't know this. Because you'd think there would have been one, but this is the only game, game winner to win a game seven, like a seven game series ever, like at the buzzer, like yeah. Michael Jordan's shot. It was a five game five, series. Yeah. Um, so like you, like Crazy. just by that, it's like one of the five most epic shots in league history. I don't know. I'm, it's weird. Like just aesthetically, I think I prefer when a shot is just <laughs> is just swished in than the bounce. You know, because then it's like yeah. more luck is involved. Like Dame Lillard, like that was like pinpoint accuracy. Yeah. Whereas like Kawhi had to, and obviously you know he had Joel Embiid draped all over him. He had to arc it super high yeah. so that I guess that like indicate like that's gonna be there's gonna be more of a bounce on the on the basket um, and the spin. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, oh my god! Like, and it's so fitting that it's him too, because he just yeah. carried them throughout that entire series. Um, Thirty-nine shots. Yeah, yeah, and he ridiculous. wasn't. I mean, I think when you get up to that amount of shots, you're not going to be efficient. That's just. Right. But like, it's better than they literally have no one else to create offense. Like, it looked like in the first round and like parts of the second round that Pascal Siakam was going to be that guy that yeah. he could create off the dribble a little bit. You know, we like, were high on him. Yeah, no, he looks great. I mean, he looked great. Um, but like, especially, I mean, about last night too. But like, you know, he's just kind of like, yeah, shriveled and yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with KD. Like, when you have this one guy who's so dominant offensively, some guys just kind of, you know, they they, they understand to take they have to take a step back, but they take too much of a step back. Yeah. You know, like like Kyle Lowry, he's kind of always been that that beta guy, even with Demar Derozan, where he's like, I'm fine with just spotting up. And he has the skills to do that because he's a great shooter. Yeah. And we saw that last night against uh, the Bucks. Um, but yeah, no, I think... Yeah, he was aggressive against the Bucks. Yeah, he looked really good, yeah. I think. And they needed that. And it's, it sucks. I mean, I don't want really to get too far ahead of myself, but, like, that game, that was their game to win, honestly, on the I road. Agree. You know, because they, they, they're they not going to get that out of him again. I guarantee you next game he's not going to hit seven threes or eight threes or however many hit. Um, yeah, he's a phenomenon in the playoffs. You can't really predict his game. Yeah, yeah, he's, it, like, very... I more think it's a confidence thing. Yeah, I think, and, and I think it's, like, you think his game would have evolved to the point where, like, now that he's... Uh, comfortable because yeah. with DeRozan he wasn't making shots either yeah. but Kawhi has been so good you think like okay I have this guy he's my alpha like I'll still take shots when they come to me but 
Um, yeah, he looked really good last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. You know, the it's almost like because because that Kawhi carried this the Rock the Raptors that whole series against the Sixers. Do you think like that kind of saved their chances of him staying, or do you think that doesn't matter, or do you think you know he doesn't? For me, I don't. I, or does this series determine it? I feel like Kawhi is just like I don't want to play like this. Like yeah. I want I want a team that can work with me. I don't want to coming out of the San Antonio shots. system. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, it's it's weird to see Kawhi put up thirty nine shots. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it effective? Do you think it's effective? For I mean, this he's team? he's in the East, and if I think if depends on how the other end looks. You know, if like they're the best defense in the league and they have the like personnel to be one of the best defensive teams in the league then like sure like like it's like he can carry the load offensively and then you guys just lock him down we get a lot of transition offense going yeah but yeah i mean because the thing we didn't mention is he was guarding jimmy butler on the other true, end, you true. know so he's got to do everything on both ends yeah um but i mean that can get taxing not to make everything about lebron and the <laughs> lakers aren't even in the playoffs yeah, so, yeah and they're getting a lot of headlines yeah um but do you think that speaks more about LeBron on the Cavs because he didn't have to put up 39 shots and he, people were saying that he has less help than yeah. what Kawhi has. Like, what does that show about LeBron? Well, it, it is a tougher Eastern Conference yeah. um, this year yeah. specifically, but what do you... And the Cavs were the worst defense in the league that that, left that last right, year right. with him in Cleveland. But um, do you think this speaks any volumes to LeBron at all, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I think LeBron is just like, an, like as great right. an offensive talent as, Ka- as Kawhi is. LeBron... I think makes his teammates better in a way that Kawhi doesn't, you know, because Kawhi has never been the best passer. I mean, he's like a good passer, but he's not looking to pass. Whereas LeBron is like, he's your point guard and your ISO scorer yeah. and your, you know, your post-up scorer. Like literally, like he has to do everything. But yeah, I mean, if, if anything, it speaks to LeBron's greatness. But um, all right, so now this, the Raptors have moved on. Yeah. Um, Wait, I, I, if I'm a Sixers fan, yeah. I am so frustrated at Ben Simmons. Oh. This is game seven. Yeah. You know, everybody in that arena, including their mothers, mm-hmm. know that Kawhi Leonard <laughs> is going to take the last shot. Yeah. Why you stop? Why did you stop playing defense? Yeah. Yeah. You should have trapped the hell out of mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. with Joel, and then that is a guaranteed missed shot. Yeah, no, there's no way, especially I, in the corner. He was driving. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't understand it. I would be really, really upset, especially if I was Brett Brown and my my yeah. career was on the line because yeah. you just didn't feel like playing three seconds right. of defense right. at the, the most important point of the game, the yeah. most important game of your career. Yeah, absolutely. Like I just. Uh, I thought you were going to say something about his offense in that series because, like, he's just like he looks like he looks like Draymond Green, but even more. Draymond at least takes threes, and yeah. Ben Simmons just won't shoot. Won't take a shot. Um, what do you think? I, I, okay. <laughs> I've been thinking about like trade scenarios because, like, you know, oh. just just like throwing yeah, him out yeah. there because he's on a rookie contract. So, like, yeah. even if you think he's not amazing, he's still like a great bargain for what he is. Mm-hmm. To either Memphis for Mike Conley or Philly for Drew Holiday, or I mean not Philly, uh, to New Orleans for Drew Holiday, and then you'd have Ben Simmons and Zion. That, I mean, that's that's another complicated. I didn't even yeah. think about that. That was before the draft, right? But, right. And we got to get to that too. Wait, but but um, I don't like. <sighs> I don't know if the money works because they're both making max money and he's on a rookie scale deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that, that's a, that's a potential trade yeah. that I would have just been thrown around in my head because I think if they have if their point guard is someone who can shoot then that opens up a lot for their offense. But. How upset would you be? Because the rumors are there. Yeah. The rumors are there, Mason. How mm-hmm. upset would you be if Lakers traded LeBron for Ben Simmons? Oh, I thought you were going to say for uh, for the number one pick. Um, oh, <laughs> ben Simmons. I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, right? Because 
that that is that what do you do about Lonzo? You know, like I I I just don't see how I'm very low on Ben Simmons to begin with. Um, so like I I yeah I would not like that. But I mean, you're getting age like that's a what 15 year difference, yeah. 10 year difference, something like that. So I'd consider that. I think it's weird because like not to get on the Lakers tangent, but like <laughs> uh, throughout this like last like five years, the the uh, my mentality has always been: if you have the choice, go young because the Warriors are not going anywhere. Right. But now it seems like they might be, or at least this 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 format of the Warriors. So, you know, if you want like a LeBron in his prime or post prime, but still really good, or Ben Simmons who still hasn't developed any form of a jump shot. Um, yeah, it's weird. Okay, we just went on a bunch of different tangents there. Yeah. So we're gonna do. Let's do the uh, conference finals, and then we'll get to uh, the draft. Um, so Bucks Raptors, you get a chance to watch that game? Yes, I did. Okay, what were your, what were your impressions? Uh, I, I really liked how uh, Kyle Lowry. We were talking about it, how he yeah. was aggressive. Yeah. I really liked how he was just chucking up those shots. Yeah. Regardless if you're making or missing them, you need to shoot. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be a threat mm-hmm. uh, and spread the floor for Kawhi. Yeah. Um, do you know when OG's coming back? I thought he was going to come back the series. Me too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he Me would too. be really useful. Just another body because exactly. they're, they're so shallow right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, he would look really. I mean, like you could play, and I really like the idea of. I mean, it's kind of hard because Brook Lopez looks like a beast right now. But like, if you could play Pascal Siakam at five and kind of just like get get spread the floor a little mm-hmm. bit more, although Marcus all this spread the floor, yeah, actually probably would be improvement over OG. But it's just like more switchability, I guess, for Giannis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see like Giannis is the best player in the series. And I think for it's sure. close. Kawhi could be on a given night, but like he looked really good last night, and like he was kind of. Both stars were a little bit hesitant, mm-hmm. and other guys are picking up the slack, like Brooke Lopez, Kyle Lowry. Um, Did you see both of their Kawhi and Giannis's fourth quarter? Yeah, they both scores? were like five points each yeah, or something like that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're tired. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and you you think that Kawhi wouldn't be because of all his load management throughout the regular season, but he's a robot. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was the game to be tired, I guess, because both. I don't think Brooke Lopez is going to do that again. And I don't I think don't Kyle Lowry is going to do that again. Um, but we'll see. I mean, maybe it's just the, di- the match- mashups dictate that someone else has to step up. How does Brogdon look to you? He looked great, and he Me closed too, yeah. for them too. Uh, I think he'll probably be put back in the starting lineup next game. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just the fact that he's hitting his shots is what's really you know exciting because they need that that yeah. floor spacing and then, uh, his ball handling too. You know, like like especially when Bledsoe doesn't have it or is not. Know. Yeah, yeah. Like you could play him at point guard. You could fit him in a lot of different spots on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he guarded Kawhi for stretches too, which is like you wouldn't think of him right? to do that. But he's he's like six five, look low key. Um, but I feel like he's just like a dense guard. Like, yeah, exactly. He'd be hard to, he's like a tree trunk. Yeah, like, he'd be hard to move. Yeah, and, and if you get him switched on a post up, yeah, he yeah. Could, he could and even though his shot down. looks weird, it's good. Yeah, it goes in. It shot forty yeah, percent for the year. Crazy. Um, all right. So who do you think? How many games? Oh yeah, yeah. Victor. Okay, so this. It's hard, man. I really yeah. wish the Raptors had won this game. It would have been way more interesting if they did. If they had taken advantage of that of that Kyle Lowry game. I'm probably gonna say Bucks in. I'll say Bucks in seven. Seven, really? A yeah. seven game series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I think because I mean, this game was super close. I see no reason I, yeah. why. Yeah. And you know, like history dictates that the home team wins a game seven. Although, like, I'd much more trust Kawhi than Giannis in a game seven, just because he can create his own shot more, but. Being in Milwaukee, you know they they're deep. They're a deeper team. They're, I think, a little bit harder to guard. I think, and they 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 can rely on their defense more than. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. They're both 
These are two really, really good teams. Really good defense. The two teams. teams with the best records in the in the in the league during the regular season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say wrap, uh, Bucks and seven. How about you? I'm gonna say Bucks and six. Okay. I mean, it's not that much of a difference. Win than on the road. Was, yeah. Um, yeah, winning on the road. Um, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna. They know that, like Giannis said in the beginning of the series, you can't go down right. 0-1 to the Raptors. So I yeah. feel like they're just gonna take care of business. Yeah. Follow Giannis's lead. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Warriors Bucks Finals. That'll be. We'll we'll get to that. That's gonna be interesting. That, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Um, all right. Maybe we should have led with this. I didn't think of this, but the the uh, draft lottery was on Tuesday. Uh, did you watch it live? That's a, that's so funny because that's the only draft lottery I've seen live. Really? Yeah. It's the yeah. only one. I've I, seen. Well, because I guess like the last five years you haven't really had to care about it. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. But I've well, that's Laker fan. Yeah. That was like <laughs> that was you stopped caring about the regular season for the last like month, and then <laughs> yeah. it was like just. Waiting till draft lottery day. So do you like do you like this new format? Yeah, I mean, like obviously I'm biased, but I mean I try not to be. But like, yeah, right. I think it's gonna definitely decentivize tanking. And and our our mm-hmm. our editor Devon shouts Devon. He was Shout saying how like oh like like the Suns had a worse record and they are picking lower than the Lakers. How is that fair? That means they're gonna stay bad. Yeah. And I thought of this after we talked. And I wish I'd said it to him in person. Like, whose fault is that? Because you guys drafted. Dragon Bender and Marquise Chris with your previous lottery and Alex Len, yeah. like you had so many opportunities to get better, yeah. And because like that's why you're not sustaining, yeah. You know you're being bad years and years in a row, not because the thing is the lottery's rigged or something like that, or that the the odds are now flattened out, um, but because of the ineptitude of Robert Sarver. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got like like goats taking dumps in offices and stuff. Was, was it a goat? It was a goat, right? Yeah. 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 That's wild. Um, it's wild. So like I I no I think it's like it definitely decentivizes teams to tank, and I think you will see that next year. Yeah. When teams are like oh yeah this is like I guess people didn't do math you know because <laughs> the whole year people the Knicks were like we got the number one seed yeah. we're the worst team by far I'm like. It doesn't matter. You had an eighty-six percent chance of not being the number one pick. Yeah, and I think Nate Duncan was saying this that their mean outcome, if you did the math, like if you did like every possible scenario, the average what they would pick is fifth. So like they actually did get a better pick than they were likely to. Third, yeah. But still, it's like this is a very top-heavy draft, the top two in particular. Um. So like yeah, I think it, it decentivizes teams to tank, and I think it it kind of like brings some excitement because this is I it. The, obviously, when I was watching and I saw the Lakers moved up, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that'd be crazy. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, I really want New Orleans to get it because that'd really? be just, just such a complication over this whole Anthony Davis saga. Like, just one more thing to throw in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like he still doesn't want to stay in, in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't either. I mean, like, if anything, you're like, why do you, you know, like, I guess, like, he's... Because if you're Davis... Well, he's only, like, 26, right? 25. Yeah, he's not that old. So, I guess maybe Zion could, like, start to get into his prime as Davis is still in his prime. But um, how do those two coexist? You know, like, is is a question. Drew Holiday is getting older. So, I think mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, like, expect him. And I don't think that was only his only reason for leaving is is the, the team. It's also, like, he doesn't want to be yeah. in New Orleans. Um, so... Yeah, but what what were you thinking when, when I, well, is that, does that add a new wrinkle to it or like what do you think of the new format too? I, I like it. I yeah. love like Rudy Gobert said we just witnessed the end of tanking. I love Yeah, I don't know about that, but I think yeah. Yeah, yeah in a, in in a sense, yes. Yeah. Um but like um as far as the AD thing, um I, if Zion Williamson okay, let's just imagine their big 3 is Drew Holiday, Zion and yeah. AD. Yeah. That's one hell of a defensive start. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and defense wins championships. And mm-hmm. but so at this point, I think AD should just come out and say like, I want to play with LeBron. Yeah, it's I not about he, yeah winning a championship. It's not. I just want to play uh, yeah, in I'm, LA exactly. with the, the one of the greatest players ever. Exactly, and I chose his agent for a reason. Yeah, like I, I chose his agent for a reason. Yeah. Um, the writings are on the wall. Mm-hmm. I, I because if you even if you trade Zion somewhere, yeah. which I don't know why you would, no. you are going to get one hell of a package deal yeah. and surround Anthony Davis with so many pieces yeah. to make your franchise successful. Yeah. I just Anthony Davis just needs to come out and be like, I want to. I just want to play with LeBron. Yeah, it's not a basketball thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. No, I think I, I totally agree. And I think someone was saying now like. Though David Griffin is saying, like, oh, now it changes everything. We're not going to, you know, we kind of want Davis to stay. We're going to do everything. I think, if anything, this gives them comfortability because, like, even if we don't get the best package possible for Davis, we have this cornerstone guy in Zion. Um, Now, you better put put (laughs) talent around him that you didn't put around Davis, that you didn't put around Chris Paul. Yeah. You know, to, like... To convince Zion to, to sign, to you don't want this happening a third time. You know, you want him. Obviously, he's going to sign his his um his first extension. But after that, I mean, like, yeah, it's a small market. There's not a lot to offer. You have to put the best basketball on court situation around yep. him possible. Um, and Nate Duncan was saying this too. How like uh, what's his name? Alvin Gentry is like a very good developer of big men. Yeah. You know, he played, he did a pretty good job playing Davis and Cousins together. He, I think he turned Davis into a better player. Um, they played Amari Sotomayor at center when he was in Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Um, so I think that's, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think it's a good basketball fit. I don't know what they're going to do with Drew Holiday. I think they should probably trade him and you think try so? to find at least a younger version of him. Maybe like, Denver for Jamal Murray or like I don't I don't think Denver is going to give yeah him especially because he's yeah he's got they yeah. and they've he's cheaper than than True Holiday mm-hmm. um, yeah I'm not sure I think at the very least yeah I think it's a good basketball fit for him but if the fact if people are already see, saying oh look at his face when he got drafted by the Pelicans like he doesn't want to be there all that stuff like it's not a good sign but yeah but like that's I don't know I think I feel like the NBA was really wanted Zion in New York mm-hmm. as well as um, of, of course I've, I'm sure Zion wanted to play in the big city too yeah. but they showed the video of him when uh, who got the second Memphis got the yeah. second pick and yeah. that obviously left New Orleans for mm-hmm. the first it, he was like smiling he was like yeah. cracking up yeah. like yeah. I, it's just super weird how like Rachel Nichols for example mm-hmm. she could everybody could hear what she was saying and yeah. like she was talking specifically to Zion yeah. it's just like you, you kind of made the situation a little more awkward but I agree. Yeah. that's that's yeah. that's fine yeah, yeah we were talking he about can't that. respond exactly. he's just kind of sitting there just like, thumbs yeah, up I like know, yeah yeah it's consensus number one pick yeah um, i don't know i, I just, see how he slapped the the hawks, the logo hawks. before yeah yeah that was interesting that would have been a cool fit him and trey young and josh collins john, yeah yeah they could they could john coexist collins. i think yeah 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 that, that's true um i just i don't know I wanted to see him in New York. Yeah, personally. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think I think in terms of basketball, I'd, I'd trust New Orleans to develop him better than, than New York. Than New York. Um, I agree. But do you think that hinders or de- derails New York's plans to get KD and Kyrie? Kyrie, I think that they were going there regardless. I think you think so. I mean, well, it remains to be seen. But I think like I don't think that that would hinder like because they're 
they're in their late 20s. I don't think they, that, that it matters to play with, like, you know, a 19-year-old. But, yeah, yeah. Um, Especially Durant. He's over 30. Yeah, so. yeah. So I think that that's... I mean, it would have definitely helped if they did get it, because like, yeah. then they can age out as he's in his going to his prime. Show him the ropes. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's still pretty much in motion. I think, yeah, I, I if anything, I think now this is more likely that he'll end up in L.A., Davis, um, just because, like I said, like, they, they, they are secure with their... And now the Lakers have the number four pick, which is, like, much higher than they thought they'd be picking. Um, it was a cool moment. Yeah. I, I was, like, waiting for... I saw Dallas's logo instead of the Lakers logo. I was like, oh, man, we got some player yeah. movement. Um, I think Chicago... Because they had a 12% chance to get the yeah. first pick, right? Yeah. And then it was the Suns, Cavs, and uh, Knicks that had the 14. Yeah. Yeah. They dropped to seventh. Yeah, it sucks. Like, yeah. oh, Suns dropped to sixth, yeah. I'd yeah. be so mad if I was Chicago. Yeah, it sucks. It, Especially because they've, like... Low-key, like, they've done a very good job drafting players, like, since they've embraced the tank. I really like Lowry Markkinen. Yeah, um, I like Markkinen, too. This is just a, it's a shallow draft, too, you know? It's, like, it seems like people, I don't know enough about college, college but people yeah. are saying, like, after, like, the fourth pick, it really falls off into, yeah. like, role players. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I think the Lakers trade, you know, Lonzo, Kuzma, So you don't Ingram. think the bo- that the Celtics can come up with a good enough trade package for... Well, they don't. That Kings pick... Is like the 14th pick, you know. Right, right. So, but I if think, they were like have Tatum, have Jalen, if you could do both of those, I think that's a better option. You don't, you don't think Boston should. would? I don't know. Play. I mean, I think because Jalen's stock has risen and Tatum's stock's kind of fallen. Um, I think, yeah, I think they could still put together the best package. It's just if if they think that Kyrie is leaving, then what's the point of trading for Davis? If you know, because I don't think Davis, no matter what other talent you surround him with. If Kyrie's not there, I don't think he stays for more than a year. Yeah. Or stays past his contract. Yeah. Um, so, basically, you're asking yourself, who's the second best offer behind Boston? So, is it is it L.A.? Is it Philly? And it has to be a team where Davis is willing to stay afterwards. Yeah. I, don't, I, I just heard that they are so adamant to not give him up to, like, to yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, I think the whole league is like, we don't want to give in to this. Yeah. yeah. Because it sets a precedent, it does. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and it says like Rich Paul, you get whatever you want. Yeah, exactly, you know, like, and and it kind of goes for the same thing as like Zion. People perceiving that he was unhappy that New Orleans got that first pick, and right. he was, they were like, oh, he'll threaten to go back to second year of Duke. Like, uh, no, that yeah, that, yeah. that sets a terrible, terrible yeah. precedent. Like, just just play in New Orleans, and you'll probably get just as like, I, you, you'll find probably just as much success because the New York front office is just yeah. This is just terrible. I think I, I don't know how I feel about that because and on the one hand I think players should decide where they get to play. Okay. Um, and it's maybe like if you, you meet, meet in the middle and say like okay, your rookie contract won't end in restricted free agency. You can be an unrestricted free agent after your rookie deal. Maybe okay. that's a good compromise. Yeah, you know? the cherry on top. Um, so you get four years in a city and in, before you leave instead of like eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you fix it, but. Because it's, yeah, it's just like, I think, if a, if, a, if a market is that bad, where players hate playing there, and if they hate, you know, if there's nothing that City offers, and there's not a big, because Oklahoma City is a, a small fan base, or yeah. a small, sorry, a small market, market but yeah. their fans are so passionate, I think that, like, pushes players to stay. I think, I'm sure that factored in for Paul George, like, yeah. this, this city embraced me, mm-hmm. whereas New Orleans, like, nobody shows up for games. They are, like, last in attendance, same in Memphis. Yeah. They care um, more about the Saints, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I think... 
that's if, if that's the case, then maybe you shouldn't have a team. Move it to Seattle. There are there people who are like begging for. I bet Zion would be more likely to stay in Seattle than he would be in New Orleans. I agree. Yep. I don't know why we're going so far down the road now. <laughs> but like, it's it's already a topic. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. nobody wants to see this like once in a generation talent waste away and. and in a small market. But we don't, like, that's the thing we don't even know. Like, we don't even know how much this franchise is going to flourish with him and, yeah. like, how much the players are going to get better with yeah. him. Like, there's there's some, like, I mean, just thinking about it, him and Randall, I guess, would be kind yeah. of a weird... Yeah. They kind of, like, mirror each other almost. Exactly, like, yeah. they look similar, too. I, I, I'm, again, haven't watched enough college to, to say anything. All I do know is, like, his jump shot is ugly. That's yeah. all I'm going to say, like, based on just purely the eyesight and, like... <laughs> yeah. It, we're getting to a point in the league where even if you play him at center, he has to shoot threes. Yeah. So that's a, that's a question. I mean, like, if I mean, just, he did. Yeah, he shot him. I don't yeah. know what he shot from here. I can Google it right now. But let's say I guarantee you, it's under thirty-five percent. I'm probably willing to bet it was under thirty-five percent too. Let's get. But I, I did see some of um, his highlights when they were like putting together a, a highlight reel before yeah. the dra- uh, yeah. draft lottery, and there were some there were some threes in there. Um, yeah, no, I, I've seen him shoot. It's just like it looks gross. I don't know if yeah, because also you have like the whole Lonzo Ball where like he shot forty percent his one year at UCLA and like all right, check the number of attempts. Yeah, what you know? Why can't I not fuck on his name? Um, check the number of attempts. Check you know like was that just an aberration? Because like, and I think you look at their free throw percentage. Look at like the form of their shot. There's so many other factors than just yeah. like thirty three games. Yeah, even their even their tr- what are you gonna go overseas? Like, yeah. are you gonna? Are you gonna go back to? No, to, like, I, he's. I think he, and I think he know. All right, it, it's it's my laptop is being. <laughs> well, I someone can correct me afterwards. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think he's kind of just. He's got to deal with the hand he's been given. He's still gonna make two hundred million dollars. Uh, all right. Thank you everybody for uh, another exciting rendition of the Between the Ninety Four podcast. Uh, we will be back shortly. Uh discussing more of the conference finals, hopefully, maybe some of the NBA finals. Um, Zion Williamson shot uh, 33.8% from three. So, pretty decent. That's not bad. That's like, especially for his size. Yeah, no. That's cool. not bad. And I think it all depends on if he can play center. All right. His free throw percentage is 64, though. So. Yeah, see, that's kind of that's daunting. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody. We will talk soon. Until then. Thank you. Thank you.